This is the Dorkside News Network, and this just in. Are we? We're already recording. Of course we, we are. Yeah, of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, please. No more of that. Some people comment like, "I want more of Frankie, like candy. <laughs> the weird sounds." <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I loved it. I'm just going to soundtrack of that, please. All right. Rather than an hour of that, uh, why don't you introduce us, James? Oh, oh, yeah. We're doing the thingy. Hey, guys. Welcome to us. It's Dorkside News. We really don't have a good introduction yet. So, yep. I'm James. And I'm Frankie. Oh, my God. And I'm Richard. <laughs> what was wrong there, Frankie? Sorry, guys. We're uh, we're very loud to ourselves. Yes, and I That's mean, fine. two of the three we're of us have actual alcohol, and I don't. And I'm I don't know. I Whose was, mistake is that? Yeah, probably exactly. mine. <laughs> Just a Kraken and Coke for me this time. Something simple. <laughs> a Kraken and Coke. All right. So if you guys aren't familiar with the show, we like to talk about the news, and we probably are going to argue about some really dumb shit in this episode. <laughs> Heck yeah. Like we always I put do. Some, no, I put some good ones in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone, some talking points, if you will say. Uh, if you like us, let us know on Smash Bomb. If you don't like us, still let us know on Smash Bomb. It'd be nice um, because I've read all one review, which was my review of our own podcast. Dang it. It's so good. <laughs> uh, if you want to just read the news, if you're that kind of weird person and you don't like our voices, uh, dorksidenews.com also has the blog of our show notes. And it'll just basically summarize what we go over. But yeah, see, I with dis- links. I distinctly make some of the you no know, the notes cryptic. That way, they have to listen to us. <laughs> All right. So, like the first one, in our notes is Disney is releasing its first R-rated movie in six years. What is it? Well, that's the thing. So this is where we're gonna. People are probably gonna argue. It is a Fox movie. I know, and that's what I hate. So technically, it's not a Disney movie. But it is because Disney owns Fox now. Flip side, this movie looks hilarious. Uh, the movie's called Stuber. And I think we might have talked about it one other time on the podcast. I do remember saying it before, but okay. this is the one that has uh, Dave Batista and Kumal. I can never say his name right. I want to try. Kumal Nanjani, I think is how you pronounce his name. Um, okay. It's basically, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, GTA, but not. Dave uh, Dave Batista is Stuber, who is a, uh, a a law enforcement officer. Yeah, and he um, gets in this car with Kumal's character. I don't know what his name is yet. Um, and basically, he's the one that drives him around to all the uh, crime sites. So, I don't know. It's like imagine Deadpool's little uh, uh, friend. I forgot what it's. Uh... Oh God, what was Deadpool's name? Uh, the taxi cab driver. Yeah, what was it like the punk? Or I forgot what it was name was though. Oh, but okay. imagine that in Deadpool, but as a whole movie now instead of just a five minute scene. It actually does look hilarious. It looks funny, and uh, <laughs> there was the one scene in the trailer. It's like, do you know how many guys you just killed? He's like one, two, three, four. F- or, no, he said, do you know how many guys I just watched die? And he and then <laughs> Batista's like one, two, three, four, five, uh, five, four. If you don't count the point, the part where you uh, fainted, and it was <laughs> just like it. It just looks great. It's going to be a funny movie, but it's interesting. So it is technically Disney's first R-rated movie in six years. Um, does that mean that we're going to get more? I mean, I guess it has to because there were several Fox movies in production at the time of Disney's takeover. 
Yeah, but I mean, we we suspect suspect some of them are finished, edited, and will never see the light of day. <laughs> and in a can somewhere down the road, nope, yeah, if, you never see it. If it doesn't support their bigger strategy, uh, they don't, they spent the money already. It's gone. So yep, yeah. Um, but this also means that Deadpool is not out for an R rating for the next one. Yeah, I mean they've said it like three times now. It's we know it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so up next, um, Frankie. I don't even know how to. <laughs> you know, here's the weird thing about Deadpool. Yeah. So, the next Deadpool will not have Cable, will not have Colossus, will not have any of the characters, except for Deadpool. Except Deadpool. In theory, in theory, um, because they're rebooting all the other characters, Deadpool will be in the MCU, and he'll. Be just talking about things yep. as, as he, and the you, way he And is. you know he'll mention something to like, you look different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be it'll be great. I think so. They can't they can't really go wrong with those movies. If they, they can, can have Deadpool and Spider-Man, I I will just go nuts. Yeah. Especially if like they somehow sneak it, so I'm just suddenly like I see the movie and then Spider-Man shows up, I I will go nuts. And if they Tom Holland is so hilarious. If they repeat, like, make any of those meme comics that get passed around or anything, man, it's it'd be amazing. Well, they've already done it once in Spider Verse, which was like a little taste. They yeah. give us a little taste of the memes. If they go for, oh man, it's gonna be so good. Uh, Frankie, are you a fan of the Power Rangers? Hell yeah! Did you like the first movie? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh... They, I'm talking about the 1990s one, the old one. Oh, with uh, Ivan Ooze. Yeah, with Ivan Ooze. Yeah. Did you like that one? Yeah, I did. I actually, um, funny enough, it, it was like one of the first times those actors got to wear the Power Ranger suit and actually do like acrobatics yeah. or moves in them instead hmm. of just re- replaying um, footage from Super Sentai. Yeah, because if you didn't know, Power Rangers took all of their action sequences straight out of Super Sentai. That was not American daredevil stunt i mean people. to this day they still do yeah yeah <laughs> well, why have to you don't have to spend money i mean why not just use it twice you know what i mean double dipping that's why i always think it's funny when people like the shot is in a completely different city with a certain monster <laughs> and you're like <laughs> like we were fighting in seattle why is there like a japanese tower here it doesn't make any <laughs> sense i'm so confused what about the second movie did you like the second one um we were talking about the one that came out. It just came out like uh, I think a year or two. Like, yeah, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, I really liked it actually. I thought it was an interesting, like, uh, urban kind of flip to the idea of Power Rangers kind of coming. Um, and Zordon was kind of a douche in this one. And I, I like, I like yeah. that version of him. Like they they definitely made it like more modernistic to like yeah. what how things might play out in this era of um, society. Which I, I honestly I kind of see it going about that way. Like I don't I don't think it's gonna be like find me the nearest rumbunctious teenagers. No. Yeah. Like, no. Find me these emo kids that just hate themselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the third movie? Oh yeah, it's because it's not out yet. They're making another Power Rangers movie, which yeah. would not be bad if it was set in the same universe as the other two, but it's not. It's a reboot. This is a whole another reboot, whole new cast. Yeah, all another Power Rangers movie. Why I don't know. I do think either of a continuation of either of the ones that they've already done would have been just fine. I just think that um, 
they're not having the level of commercial success that they expect. <laughs> Which is so it's weird. It's like so instead of trying to figure out what's wrong, they're like, I just start over, try again. No, they have to. They can't fix it because then they've they've got this thing that isn't mainstream. It's, it's just not. I do. My biggest complaint was the suits. Honestly, the the suits was a cool idea to make them more armory and put like more like alien tech to it. Because I mean, that's ba- I mean, no joke. That's really what Power Rangers kind of is in like a sense. It's sure. like magic or alien tech that got ported. And Earth is like happens to be the only sanctuary where the, they work or for some odd reason. <laughs> I don't just always like completely Superman, understand Superman and his yellow sun powers. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it just is. And <clears throat> the suits I did like from the first original one where they they basically once again took the original suit, put more armor on it, made it look a little more Hollywood like mm-hmm. theatrical. But this time I think it would be interesting to mix both ideas. Make the like weapons and technology that they use or like the like flashy tricks they or like weapons they have. Yeah, make those super like crazy motions or whatever. But I would this, I would kill to see Black Ranger's axe come back. Black uh, Ranger's axe was so awesome. Yeah. That, uh, what was I uh oh, damn it? Oh, I was looking so we were talking about this at work. Um like I don't understand why Power Rangers is rebooting again. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna keep going. Um, the funniest thing, though, when we're talking about it at work, is if you've seen the newest one, um, all of the uh, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? All of the uh, nostalgia that you were looking for is in the movie, but it's only in like the last ten minutes. Oh uh, yeah. So I mean, the, again, the movie I like the movie a lot. I really like the new version of the Power Rangers, but I think it was funny because an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, you're like, where is the nostalgia effect? Like, this is why I came to see this movie. And then an hour and 16 minutes in the movie, it's Morphin time. And there's the theme and there's the Zords. And you're like, it's everything at once. Yeah. And I mean, the movie. Yeah, that's another thing. The movie was basically a very long, drawn out episode. Yeah. And I don't hate that. Yeah, And, I, and it, neither do I. It just because it, then it gave a little more depth to the the supervillain or like uh, the basically how they came to do it instead of, oh, Morphin time fight. Boom big monster defeated and um i would like to see i would like to see what other villains they'll come up with like what oh my god the power rangers villains were all over the place they were like what let's just do a big um, bug i don't know like we've already done that bug make it a different bug (laughs) make it a different bug (laughs) it's just bug and then now it's a giant camel like they just had so many different monsters yeah crazy monsters and then there was ones that only stayed with Super Sentai. <laughs> I would also like to point out that everybody is allowed to have their favorite Power Ranger from the new movie. They're allowed to have that. But if it's not the Blue Ranger, you're wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Ranger in the new movie was amazing. Yeah, uh, he, he threw a lot of people off because, because first, he's black. Not which, only that, but I think people were so used to the idea of Billy. Yeah. Like, and he still encapsulated Billy to me. He was still the nerdy kid, but he did it so much better. Yeah, it was. <sighs> he had a stutter. He even said, I think at one point that he was uh, autistic. Like he just, it's, it's what you would stereotype, but he, he played it off very well. 
And he was literally the glue that brought the Power Rangers together. Because without him, in the movie, literally, without him, they wouldn't have become Power Rangers. Yeah, it was, it was when Billy almost died where they were like, let's become Power Rangers. Yay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, it's interesting to see where we go. I won't say I'm excited because I say I'm excited for everything. But I'm interested, to say the least, uh, to see where we're going. I know. I'm going to go watch it. I probably will. I mean, what's it? Saban? Saban Entertainment always mm-hmm. has my money every time they come up with a movie. Um, this one I don't think will apply to Rich as much, but <laughs> me and Frankie love this one. You big fan of Filthy Frank over there, Frankie? Oh, I mean, yeah. He kind of has your name. <laughs> he kind has Even though that's not like... <laughs> he doesn't do Filthy Frank anymore. Yeah, he, he gave that up. Yeah. Um, but he's now Joji and he's a super sexy, successful singer and slow dancing in the dark. His number one single has finally gone platinum. Now, normally I don't think that would be news on this podcast, but it's someone who started their YouTube career as King meme Lord, Lord of all vines and memes and stupid things that you could do, who all of a sudden turned into a successful music. He he was the creator of the Harlem shake. Yeah, he's uh, there's so many memes and vines and quotes that I've stolen from, from Filthy Frank that I still use to this day. But no, it's really crazy to think like he always wanted to break out into music and everybody underestimated him because he did the YouTube career yeah, for such a long time. And now he's platinum. So now he can just lord it over people's heads. He's like, he's like I'm a good singer. My platinum proves it. All right, next we just need to announce when he's going to have a concert uh, for everybody like off of his own album instead of being like on he's Rising with somebody, 88 yeah. or somebody. Yeah, it would be nice. I wouldn't mind a, a, not a, not a Filthy Frank thing, but just a straight Joji yeah, show. Just, I mean, I know he doesn't have like a lot, a lot of music right now, so it would be a rather like pretty much all of his music for one concert, but still, pff, I love all his music. I think it would be great to see him. And um, um, would be a nice boost for his uh, economical state. Too. Other musicians and bands, though, they've had concerts where they literally just play the album. That's all they do. They're like, "This is we're gonna like Green Day. We're gonna play the Green Album or Dookie, and that's it." People are like, "Fuck yeah, that's all I want to hear." I like that's Dookie's all I my favorite album. So <laughs> that's such an interesting <laughs> sentence. Dookie's my favorite album. <laughs> Dookie's my favorite album. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that in a sense before, but there it is. All right, so. This is a big one, I think. There's been a lot of live-action talk. And uh, live-action Disney movies. I'm sorry. Let me let me make that more concrete. There is one particular movie that everybody always talks about that it should be next on the list. And it kept looking like it was getting skipped over and skipped over. And it's not a classic Disney movie. It is somewhat fairly recent comparatively to the 60-year-old Cinderella movie, I guess. Um but Atlantis is the big one that people have been asking for, and it looks like they may start doing it. And on top of that, they might have Tom Holland as the star. That was fan made from what I've heard. I am excited for that because when I I I see Tom Holland as that that guy. Oh yeah, no, the sketch that somebody did or like overlaying. Yeah, with uh, him as the pieces, Zendaya. Yeah, him as the uh, the characters. I thought it looked good. I thought it was great. Um, but then I read more into it and it was like fan made. But it looked like it did attract some people. Like 
attention. What I don't know whose attention. It just attracted <laughs> attention. Is, I guess. What I'm surprised we haven't talked about is Tom Holland is supposed to be cast for the live action version of Treasure Planet, which is supposed to be being directed by Luc Besson. You, no, you're joking. Same director as uh, you're, jo- you're joking. <laughs> this is a joke. So that is <laughs> they're, they're, they're memeing me, guys. This is all a big <laughs> meme. But, but wouldn't it be awesome? Wouldn't it be awesome? Like Luc Besson, Atlantis, Fifth Element, one of my yeah. favorite movies, what? Treasure Planet. And Luc Besson, I think there's another. God, he would do so good. He so good. Luc Besson did um, Fifth Element, did he not? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It would, be, yeah, it would be so good. And I respect him more because Fifth Element is now a cult classic. Very much a cult classic. There's very many people that like it now that didn't like it when it came out. Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm going to drink to that. Yeah. And people are like, well, where's the second one or where's the reboot? And Luke says, as long as he's alive, there will never be another Fifth Element. Yeah, but he did fail, in my opinion, when he tried to do... The, uh, oh God! Let's not talk about that movie. Yeah, it was not. Valerian was an Valerian. We wanted it to be good. Movie. We wanted it to be. We so wanted good. it to, and yeah, I think what's funny is um, everything <laughs> wrong with the series. Everything wrong with on YouTube. The everything wrong with said movie. Insert movie title here. I think Valerian had one of the longest episodes <laughs> because <laughs> there's just so much wrong yeah. with it. But it, Tom Holland, Jim Hawkins, Treasure Planet. You heard it here first, guys. I mean, that was that's where I was going with it. I was said Atlantis was the one everybody asked for, but there's one other one more so than that. More so, and that's Treasure Planet. Yeah. Um, if we get those two movies, there will be a lot of happy older Disney people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I almost want to have a Treasure Planet movie night now, just because I love that Maybe, movie so yeah. much. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's fucking good. Movie. You know what? I'll ask uh, I'll ask a lady friend for her birthday if she wants to watch Treasure Planet. She might say yeah. Sweet. Because we'll just have it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is I don't know if it's big news or not depending on how much you care for your resolution uh, there's a big 4k drop coming so Iron Man 1, 2 and 3 and Thor and Thor the Dark World are all coming to 4k Blu-ray on August 13th which coincidentally is also the same day Endgame drops for Blu-ray um I'm going to state this uh, so everybody knows this. Uh, I already have great internet, great <laughs> TV, and uh, Netflix 4K. So congratulations. I've probably already been able to see you. <laughs> yeah, and but now you can own it. Yeah. Some people just like to have... I like to have... Uh, movie, okay, I, f- fair enough. Stuff, yeah. I, I do own Treasure Planet. So. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not in 4K. <laughs> it's so not. It's I'm not just yet. <laughs> it's about to be, from what I understand. Um, the only unfortunate part about that is the fact that Iron Man three and Thor: The Dark World are some of the first ones because those are also arguably one of the couple of the worst uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, which we'll uh, classify them as like sleeping pills. <laughs> Thor: The Dark World was rough, man. And as as much I am a huge Doctor Who fan, so when I heard Christopher Eccleston was going to be uh, Malekith. I was losing my damn mind, and then it was like, it's not that great. Yeah, it was. Hey, it wasn't that good. But then, you know, Taika Waititi did what Taika Waititi does and fixed it in uh, Ragnarok, and, and now we have Amazing Thor again. Even better, we have Bro Thor. That's his new name, by the way. It's, it's not Fat Thor, and it's not Chonky Thor, which is what I like to call him. Marvel has actually come out and said it's Bro Thor. Mm. Bro Thor is, is the Fat I Thor version. <laughs> Um. It well, Marvel seems to come out a lot with 
like stuff that's not important to talk about to talk about like the the blip versus the snap yeah they're just they're just good about coming up with terms yeah that they're like teaching audiences to like have a consistent word because they they went over the blip in spider-man yeah but they never said what the difference was between the two and then after the movie came (laughs) out marvel was like okay here's the difference just in case you guys get lost yep which i never thought about or considered like it was obvious to me. Yeah, it, it is obvious once they're like, here's, he lay it out for you. Like, oh, well, I'm just, okay. Yeah, I'm dumb. I get it now. Um, <laughs> Frankie, when we saw this news bit, Frankie couldn't stop laughing. And I still, it, <laughs> you're going to go to San Diego Comic Con for this world record attempt, Frankie? No. I, I, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even understand. So San Diego Comic Con this year, which is uh, in just a few days, actually, from the time of recording this. By the time you're hearing this, it might be too late. <laughs> it might be too late. San Diego Comic Con is attempting to do the world record largest Kamehameha attempt, which means, I guess, just a bunch of weebs. <laughs> Kamehameha. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it's it's funny. To, the Dude, two- they're doing it a whole month before Area 51 <laughs> to practice, bro. <laughs> Well, so that's what you, this is what you do. You, you you go to your area or you go to your uh, Kamehameha attempt and then you get your world record. And then from that, you do your marathon training as the Naruto runner. Okay. And now when you're an expert in Naruto running, you go storm area 51 doing the Naruto run and you can't lose. Yeah. It's because you Kamehameha like on <laughs> whenever anybody comes up to you and like, and then they're going to throw their alien predator at you and you'll just be like, dude, Kamehameha. I'm a record holder, bitch. You can't find <laughs> <buy> a record. <laughs> A record holder of what? Are you about to find out? So, yeah, this is a very weird world we live in now. So, not only do we have the San Diego Comic-Con largest Kamehameha attempt. That is a mouthful of a sentence right there. Good Lord. Uh, But not only do we have that, but we also have Storm Area 51 coming up. Which, I will repeat this. Mm. Do not go to this at all. Unless you live stream it. Uh, But don't go to it. Because you'll probably get shot unless yeah. you live stream it. Um, I'm no, gonna, then you'll still be shot. But, but we get to see it. Yeah. <laughs> but we get to see it. Um, I cannot believe that people are thinking that this is a good idea. I also don't think everybody thinks that's a real thing. I think it's more of a joke. You know what's funny? Is Some people will show up. I think this is like, this is my idea. Like, what, like, this will shock everyone, including the people who raid or whatever. Is like they go to raid and they're just like and then Area Fifty One, all the guards are like, you know what? Yeah, come in, come in, come in. Yeah, all everyone, just everyone, just come on, come on, come on in. And that's the last you ever see of those people. <laughs> but I wanted to talk about this because I'm a huge fan of memes. Everybody knows this, but in the last week or two, we have said some of the best memes I've ever seen come out because of the Area Fifty One thing. I've seen. Uh, between the area 51 like let's let's storm the you know with spongebob and all the memes that are coming out of that between that and the time traveling meme which hmm. if you guys haven't seen is my absolute favorite it's it's you know time traveler comes back in time um hey you're a time traveler what happened at the area 51 raid they're like you mean the area 51 massacre and it's just the, the shocked <laughs> face at the end these memes have been killing me and i just wanted to bring it up because I mean, they're, they're funny, but again, please do not go unless you're going to live stream it. What about you, Richard? Are you going to go? <laughs> Are you going to go live stream? It? Um, no, <laughs> no, no. I am going to go to the area 51 event center when it opens. Oh, what is cool. area. What is it? Is area it? 15. 
Area 15. Yeah. Area 15 is a little different, though. Dope. It's not going to have aliens. Less less aliens, more fun. More Why fun. that's important for you listeners is because it also said specifically on their website that they would be doing esports events. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, let's talk about it real quick. Area 15 is a new uh, building that just got built here in Vegas. Um, they are, I believe they're currently hiring. In works with uh, the great artist Meow Wolf. Meow Wolf. Um, so it's a very interesting uh, building concept. Um, it's they call this this area you walk through when you walk in straight through the front doors. When you walk in, they call this area the spine. And on either side, you have art stalls and food and all this other stuff that you can buy. It's like a mall. But on one side, you have all meow meow wolf's work. That's man, that's a sentence. All meow wolf's work on one side, and then <laughs> stop it. And then all of the food stalls and other art people, you know, other art vendors on the other side. And this is supposed to be an ever-changing thing. Like these things will not be permanent, other than Meow Wolf's art himself. Um, there will also be food. There's also a very large patio in the back that has uh, space for events. There's also a very large indoor arena for esports and other stuff like that, with a very huge uh, screen. I think it's like a three or four hundred foot screen in there. I don't know how big yeah. it's. Huge. It looks for the most part that they're going to be using their main. Um, uh, stage room or whatever you want to call it uh, as like a club or like a dance yeah like area for it, most of its it time. seems like it's a tourist trap for locals i guess is the best way to describe it i mean like kind a of a lot of locals are going to want to go here i think yeah i'm going to walk with yeah it. looks cool i mean it sounds like a a newer and revamped idea to basically fremont yeah i was just gonna say it's fremont 2.0 but not Fremont because Fremont has hobos and bums and they scare you. <laughs> and there's, <laughs> they are scary up there. Okay. I had some dude playing the drums that I was watching for five minutes. And then some guy's like, you want some cocaine? I'm like, Whoa, okay. Time to go. Don't do drugs. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, again, don't go to area 51. Unless you do go to area 15 though. Yeah. When yeah, it opens. But they're definitely go to area 15. Um, did Zachary Levi just confirm two more Shazam movies? Well, he confirmed that they want two more movies. Okay. Technically, he confirmed three more movies. Shazam huh. 2. Yep. Black Adam. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And Shazam 3. So Zachary Levi says yeah. that Black Adam will cross over in Shazam 3. So that that's where we got Shazam two, Shazam three, and Black Adam. We apparently, from Zachary Levi's mouth, are going to get all three of these. We movies. were also promised Glitter Batman, and apparently that's not happening. See, I haven't seen news that that hasn't that that's stopped. Oh, I have stopped. to go back and check. Yeah, because I still see people saying that they're being cast, the roles are being cast, and Pattinson still hasn't dropped out. But he also hasn't been confirmed to begin with. I like how we call him Glitter Batman <laughs> because he is Glitter Batman. He's Glitter Batman. Every time you say that, I think Lego Batman for some reason. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it'd be cool to have a Black Adam crossover, but here's hoping. Um, I'm not sure it'll happen, but we all want it to. Well, at least I do. I really liked Shazam. I didn't think it was a bad movie. It did get shit on by the critics pretty bad. Because it was pretty crappy. But I mean, opinions. It's just crappy for adults. It's it's fine for people who like Spy Kids or something like that. I'm probably a child at heart, so that's probably why I liked it. You know, something I was telling Frankie right before the podcast is, I loved Harry Potter. Yeah. And I could still watch Harry Potter today, and I feel like, like even the older Harry Potters, and I'd be like, 
This is great. But Shazam and Spy Kids, they feel very um, shoddy. Childish? Yeah, I guess childish. Like Harry Potter doesn't feel childish. It's about kids. It has children, but it's not childish. But it's not childish. Shazam and Spy Kids and any of those other like has adults, but it is childish. Yeah, <laughs> it's just exactly. backwards. And the adults are weird. They act weird in the like. I guess they act kind of cartoonish in the way that kids look at adults, as opposed to adults just acting the way adults act. So I think the weirdest part for me was so many people had a an issue with Billy Batson and Shazam not having the same personality. There was a lot of people that had an issue with that. Like while he was Shazam, he didn't act like Billy Batson. And to me, I, I, I don't think that was an issue, because I feel like that's more true to life. If you got superpowers, you'd start acting a little different. Well, but Billy, Billy was still Billy when he was Shazam, and so when he meets, obviously, come on, he meets your favorite superhero and freaks out because yeah. he's like that Superman because he's a little boy. Yeah. He's a little boy who well, doesn't. He's a fourteen-year-old, or still a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now becoming somewhat of a man. Um, he got some uh, fuzz on his lip now, and he's trying to figure out what these chest hairs are. <laughs> yeah, and I think ultimately, it, it should be that he has some kind of out ref, uh, out reflect, like when he meets idols of his, or like if he's in a safe environment. But obviously, if he's in the hero mode or like having to save somebody. Yeah. Acting as Billy is probably not going to be his normal thing. Trying to act as a superhero is what he's yeah, going to Yeah, I don't try. know. I mean, it's, uh, you could have the same story of a kid who inherits a million dollars, right? So he's an orphan. He's living in an orphanage. And suddenly... Is this Richie Rich? This sounds like Richie Rich. Well, no, not really. Richie Rich is born rich. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. that's right. my right. point. Yeah. Is like, you're like, okay, here's this kid. He's an orphan. He's an orphan. And then 17 minutes into the film, suddenly he has a million dollars. And the other kids don't know. Maybe yeah. he's been told he's supposed to keep it secret or whatever, right? And you could have the same story. And people like would be like, well, why is the act different? Because people who win the lottery act weird and they ruin their lives. This goes to the same saying that I've seen quoted many times before. If if lightsabers and the force existed, there's a hundred percent chance I would use them inappropriately. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it would be. But yeah, no, there was people that were like, Oh, he didn't act like, you know, the younger self. And I was like, I don't think he would. That's just my personal opinion. He he definitely like my I guess uh, I think what they're trying to say is Zachary acted childish like a teenager, but not like the same teenager. That's fair. Okay, that's that is a fair statement. Yes. Um, maybe they didn't work closely enough together. He like honestly, the kid should have been on set maybe and said like, "Hey, this is what I would do." Yeah. And then Zachary would have been not like, what happened though. Yeah, probably not, because DC cuts corners and yeah, yeah. The DC does DC things. It's a fine movie, honestly. Like you can watch it and kind of enjoy it, but like I said, it, it just feels. It doesn't feel polished. It definitely doesn't feel like Spider-Man Homecoming or Spider-Man Far From Home. They also did a Marvel thing to it. I call it the Marvel thing because Marvel takes your traditional comic book knowledge, if you know the comics, sure. and, and flips it on its end. Because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Shazam, spoiler, there's five Shazams at the end. Which is, is 
That's the same as the end of uh, the first year of Shazam. Was there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't. Uh, the maybe... difference is that uh, the first year they defeat Black Adam with the combined force of of the five the the Shazam the family or whatever it was called. Like, yeah. I forget the Wizard Council or I don't remember. What yeah. It was. Same. Actually, actually, that one's. But that's the new Fifty Two. So new Fifty Two is what two thousand two, two thousand three, yeah. somewhere around there. So if you go back to the nineties, yeah, it was a long time before they started adding the other shazam family yeah i think but in the modern new 52s right away 12 issues in uh actually the movie was far better than the comics this was an <laughs> this was a scenario where if you have a problem with um you read the book and you the, saw the movie <laughs> no if you had a problem with the movie and you were to read back the comics you'd be like whoa <laughs> can i go back and watch the movie <laughs> yeah the movie was way better way better okay so this next one, I am super freaking excited for. I don't know about you two. What do you guys think about the Kingsman universe? What's that? You don't know the Kingsman? I think I saw a movie trailer once. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I like it purely for the fact um, me and my dad always bonded over James Bond. So uh, yes. secret spies are kind of my thing. So Kingsman is, um, I guess it's a universe now because this will be the third movie in this universe. Um a kid um, becomes basically a spy. He goes to spy school. I, I mean, that's basically what it was. Spy training with uh, several other ones. And he's one of the only couple that make it out alive or make it through the course um, to become a real spy. But the second movie, they destroy the whole thing, right? And he's the only survivor? Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So technically, yeah, well. Yes, I know. Yes, no. And then yes again. Yes. Okay. So in the second movie, spoiler alert, in the Golden Circle, if you haven't seen it, his trainer, the person that trained him to become the spy, uh, dies in the first movie. Okay. And then at the beginning of the second movie, all of his friends are in the uh, the Kingsman Mansion that gets blown up. So presumed dead. Um, most of them, I think, actually are. So they go to the American Kingsman, which is where you had Channing Tatum. Statesman. Be. The Statesman, yeah. Which is Channing Tatum was so stupid in this movie. I loved it. It was so great. Um, and then you find out, you know, all this stuff about the Golden Circle. They go there, and then the guy that trained him, Eggy, I think his name was, uh, is alive again, and then sacrifices himself at the end. So hmm. he's dead again. So like they brought him back to kill him. So a lot of people were pissed at that. But because a lot of people were pissed at that, I feel like that he deserved his own movie, and that's exactly what happened. So the okay. next movie that's coming out is actually set in the World War One era, and it's the guy that trained Eggy. It's him. I, I keep forgetting what his name was, but the guy that trained him. It's how he became the spy. So it's set way back in the past, and it's basically the start, I think, of the Kingsman universe, if not a very early look at it. I think that's interesting. Um, although I kind of want to just continue going. Uh, to the next next one because they specially left off on Golden Circle like where oh yeah there was a lot of stuff it made it seem like they're whoa (laughs) just all right I can't wait till you make your next one like whenever that is I have a friend of mine who was like you know they could take this entire franchise and destroy it and I'd still be first in line to pay to see it because these movies are so entertaining they're so good yeah because they they put a very different approach to the whole spy thing yeah it's in and this one it seemed like james bond was 
I don't know because like James Bond has always been like the spy you know. Yeah. It's he's you know he's a spy and you always assume that he's a spy. And then in this one it was like he's not really because he's acting like the gentleman, which is that's the other half of it. They don't only just train them to be a spy, they train them to be a gentleman. Yeah. Because the Kingsman is a like a gentleman club, I guess sure. is what you can call it. Even though there were women in it. Um no. They, they, no. they teach them the proper stuff and everything. Now there was a girl in it in the first one. Oh wait, yeah. Well, I guess they're they're like love interest. It was kind statesmen of. that what didn't have one. Yeah, right? yeah, because America. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm excited. I love these movies, so it, it it should be good. I don't I don't I don't perceive anything bad about this. The trailer looked really good too. So here's hoping, because I'm a big fan of the Kingsman universe. Oh, and if you were wondering what it's called, it's called the King's Man. Okay. So it's the Kingsman okay. universe, the King's Man. All right. So um, I do want to um, correct something yeah. that I said. So um, Robert Pattinson did not drop out of the Batman. He dropped out of another movie that was scheduled for the same time as when the Batman is starting, starting the film. Oh, okay. So we're still getting Glitter Batman, guys. Glitter Batman's Don't worry. back on. <laughs> Twilight uh, Sprinkle Bat. I don't know. Um. So there was some news this week about the Nintendo Switch. They announced the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is uh, it's pretty interesting. It's a is it though only mobile platform. You can't plug it into your TV. You can't do this. It's strictly mobile. Yeah. Um, the Joy Cons don't come off the side. Everything is attached as one unit. But that's not the important thing. That well, does it play Nintendo Switch games? Yes, that's all it's for. Is Nintendo so Switch so games. it's 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 a mobile only version of the Nintendo Switch. So, so, they so call, if you own a Nintendo Switch, you should not buy this. Do not buy this. Yeah. This is just um, like the Xbox Lite. Okay. So let me rephrase that. Yeah. Some people are really interested in buying this because they are very mobile people. They are people who travel a lot. And the they call it the Switch Lite. Is, um, that was weird. Uh, the Switch Lite is a smaller size because they don't have to put all the Joy-Cons and all the peripheral, all that stuff on there. Okay. So it is smaller in size, which makes it easier to travel. Um, I don't know if they figured out the cloud, uh, cloud saving sharing technology yet. They should have it figured out if they're going to do this. All right. But that's not the important thing. I mean, yeah, that's an important thing for switch, but this one is actually really interesting to me. So Nintendo switch is coming out with more classic NES games that they're re-releasing. Um, Donkey Kong three and wrecking crew are very old games that were on the NES and they're coming out. For the Switch NES, I guess, emulator platform, yep. what, do you, what do you want to call it? But these are going to be the first two games that have a rewind feature attached in the game. So that yep. means if you're playing Donkey Kong 3 and you missed j- jumping over the barrel because you have bad timing, you can now hold down the two trigger buttons and rewind time Oh, that's to cool. try again. That's very interesting. It seems... That's like Braid. It seems like people are going to, I don't know. I, I know that there's a few times like if I'm playing Legend of Zelda, like the old school one, and I just sidestep wrong and I get killed by something. I was like, I don't want to go through this whole damn dungeon again. I'm just going to rewind five seconds and pretend that didn't hit me. Sure. So it's a very interesting feature that they've added in. And this could set a precedent for other games getting it. That's literally the game mechanic of Braid. Yeah, it is. You can, you can of course, with Braid... Some things aren't affected by time travel. Yeah, and that's built into it. But this one is 100%. Yeah. You're just literally rewinding. But that's cool. I like it. Um, 
PlayStation did something similar when uh, they released some of the new Final Fantasy games. Yeah. Um, they made it so you always have your limit break, uh, fast battles, um, one hit kills. Like all these things were just added in hmm. as features to the game, so you can just speed through the game and just watch the story. Basically, that is me. <laughs> yeah, it is. Right. If it's a new game, I want to play it and beat it. If it's an old game, I don't. I just want to like the go story. through the story. Yeah. Um, I did find some interesting. I gotta look up the guy's name. Uh, this guy does. Uh, uh, what does he call it? They're basically retellings or just playthroughs. No, they're they're reta- they're not retellings. They're they're a shortened story of like Final Fantasy. Like he will do the entire Final Fantasy X in two and a half hours, but he explains, I guess, from beginning to end. There was one that he did that was a complete playthrough of Final Fantasy X, which was like twelve hours long. So that I mean that's interesting. If you like that type of things, you can find them. So you can just see the story and not have to play them yourself. Uh, yeah, so rewind features are coming. There might be more games with it, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I still don't know if we can talk about this one. I wanted to put this one in here, but this all depends on Frankie. Stranger Things three. Uh, I haven't. So okay, so guys, <laughs> I'll I'll lead and lead kind of into uh, talking about uh, anime section later. The whole reason why I haven't watched. Um, Stranger Things yet is because I'm trying like I told you guys last episode I'm super hyped about Fire Force it was coming out and the shit came out and I swear to God VRV if you're listening to this I tried to watch your damn show multiple times on different servers on different accounts and the playback didn't work so I don't know if any of you guys at home had this issue but Verve I'm very mad I'm supposed to I have a schedule I have to meet and I can't give them their news now because I will have to wait until next time, or do a small update for you guys on our Instagram. Yep. So keep keep an eye out for that. Um, Fire Force does look like a very interesting show. Uh, we can oh, talk- dude, the animations look fantastic. Oh, yeah. We'll talk more about that when we get to our anime section in a second. Um, so we're going to not spoil it. But I did want to bring up that at the end of Stranger Things Season 3, if it had ended there, I think I would have been okay. But they did what they always do and they added in a post credit scene yep. and this post credit scene now makes it 100% certain that I need a <laughs> season four. Other people might not, but I am not happy with the way they left it now with that post credit scene. Without that scene, I would have been okay with that scene. I now need a season four and I'm, I'm raring to go, especially with what they can do with it. Now they can take it to different towns because of how it ended. I uh, so number one, they've already announced season four for sure, and they said that after season four they're done. They said all the characters have a, an ending, but then one of the writers said, "Well, actually, depending on how things go, they may <laughs> go one more." But they said that, and this is this is what I was saying before I read this news. Um, I was telling James, I don't think it would be good. And, and the writer described it better than I did. He said the reason why he doesn't think it should go on beyond a fourth season in the way it is, is because he can't have something bad happen to the kids once a year. <laughs> it just, it's not, it's not interesting it or fun. follows it, them. Yeah, it feels dumb. So they did introduce a few other characters, though, that can now be affected. That 
aren't the kids, but are closely attached to them. I know, but um, having one bad thing happen every single year, <laughs> it just feels dumb. Yeah, at, one, at one point, you're like, why do we still live in Hawkins? Like, all this shit happens in Hawkins every year. Why do we yeah. just, let's just get out. I, I, I just, Go ahead. Could be the same thing for like, like, oh, we live here. Um, but wasn't it for like Supernatural? The first couple of episodes took like place in like the same couple of cities. Yeah, it was a Midwest kind of thing, I think. Supernatural um, has got crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, after after season two or three, they just started traveling the the country and then eventually around the world. And then and, there's angels and Satan and yeah. People, people angels dead, and Satan. And then people come back to life. I don't know. Cool. And now there's a show on angels and Satan. <laughs> um, I really do hope that, I mean, not that there is a season four, because yeah. we know there is. Yeah. That this one. Um, it's supposed to go outside of Hawkins. Something different has to happen. Yeah. Season four is supposed to go outside of Hawkins, which hopefully will unlock something that allows them to say, you know what? We can um, keep the universe going, but not yeah. with the kids. Season five might have two kids, three kids, but then maybe the other kids just or, aren't or there. Or just Dustin, because that's all I care about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gaten Matarazzo. We love you, man. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, it's going to be good. It has to be good, because they can't kill their franchise with the season four, like what they've, what they've done so far. Like, I... Damn. Uh, sorry. Dropping shit. Um, I physically cried at the end of season three. So I heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, it, it was effective. It, they did their job. And so they cannot, uh, they can, they, but I don't want them to crash and burn on season four. <laughs> yeah. Everybody keeps telling me that this, um, this season like goes ape shit better yes. and better. It gets crazier. And I swear to you, I said Samuel Jackson's catchphrase at the very end of the season hmm. was sitting in mother Just, yep. It's it good, so though. slow, though. It just isn't. Oh, God, don't start with me. <laughs> I've heard so many arguments about it. It's so slow when 15 minutes in, there's monsters and, and making out and powers being used. Like, come on, this isn't slow at they, all. They have this shtick where they do a smooth transition between an action scene and a not action scene. And that transition, I think people confused, feeling frustrated because they're like, I want to know what's happening. But now they're in the mall. Yeah. And then you have to wait until they're done with the mall. And then it's like, oh, wait, no, now they're with the parents. Okay, wait. Okay. Oh, he's in a fight. Okay, now what's happening? And now they've cut to the the first monster scene or whatever. And I think... They're, them being frustrated that they leave you on these mini cliffhangers yeah. constantly. But that's what makes the show so good. That's like, what makes it so good. It's I don't so understand good. why people complain about that. That's what you want. Um, and I do want to leave off this little this little bullet with my absolute favorite line of the entire series. And that line was, for God's sake, leave the door open three inches. That was <laughs> the best line of the whole series. I fucking loved it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Next one up. Um, Mortal Kombat movie we've talked about. It is coming. It's going to be awesome. We just got news today that it's going to be even more awesome. How much awesomer? Because um, it's going to be, no surprise here, rated R. Okay. Okay, so that's good. That's good. And it will also have fatalities. No. That'll be funny. (laughs) I mean... 
because in the first one they didn't I mean, they didn't they, really like do fatalities, yeah. but I'm sure they they did kind of do gorsome uh, or like cool little moves, but like weren't dead spot on to the fatalities. But that'll be that'd be kind of interesting. Is one, I don't know if it's really considered a fatality, but there is one that I remember distinctly. Oh, the, and that was uh, Sub Zero yeah, fighting everybody. Yeah, yeah, Liu Kang, Liu Kang with the water bucket. Yeah, I was just like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man. This just shows you that just because you have special powers doesn't mean that you can beat a martial artist. <laughs> Liu Kang's not even the fire god yet. Spoiler alert. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He's a dragon, so... Uh, but yeah, so Mortal Kombat should be awesome. And now that we have that news, it should be even more awesome. Um, the only thing I need now that I require in this movie is the guy that played Shang Tsung to play Shang Tsung, and I'll be happy. The well, old guy. The old- yeah, no, I know. But <laughs> they made they made the uh, new Shang Tsung. Uh, yeah, in Mortal Kombat 11. Look looked just like him. And and and- did you see that trailer for it? It's so, yes. so he comes out looking like an old dude. Like Shang Tsung comes out looking like an old version of Shang Tsung. And he's like, just kidding. And then he shapeshifts into the Shang Tsung we knew in the Mortal Kombat movie. And everybody was like, holy shit, that's him. Yeah. That's crazy. My... When I was a kid, I used to be terrified of like the gif or like his face because that's like just the, your soul <laughs> is mine. And you'd just be like, yeah, I get, I'm dead now. That guy, he has my yep. soul. <laughs> dead. Um, yeah. Going to be awesome. Uh, so this is actually some interesting news because we've talked about uh, the live actions and that they're not doing well. Um, some people like them, some people don't. But we've gotten reviews in so far of Lion King, the live action movie, because it's coming out very soon. Yeah. And it has gotten nothing but glowing reviews. I want to see it. Everybody loves it. So I was already planning on seeing it because Lion King was one of the first Disney movies I can remember watching. Uh, so it's just, I got to go see it. It's not my favorite because Aladdin is my favorite. And I still haven't seen that yet, but. See, I, I know I'm going to like it anyways because... But you haven't seen it yet. I, I still know I'll like it. I yeah. can't find a fault in Aladdin because Aladdin's my favorite. Okay, people at home. Six <laughs> months from now, there's a good chance he will still not have seen Aladdin because it doesn't matter that Aladdin was your favorite. Just like it doesn't matter that Lion King was your second favorite. You're going to see Lion King because Lion King looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> and Aladdin was probably just okay. And, and not to bash on the Aladdin cast at all, because, I mean, Will Smith was in it. He's a very big name. But Lion King has tons of big names. There is so Dude, that whole roster many is people names. in this Lion King movie. Holy shit. Because well, they're voice actors. Yeah, well, I, I get... Th- yeah. We are having some asteroid-type sounding thing here. Here... Uh, hey Frankie, so I don't know why, but there's a there's several power cables on top of your cable, and maybe jiggle your wiggle your big toe. <laughs> jiggle the uh... like take it. Oh, was it mine? Maybe it might have been mine. Sorry about that, guys. If you're still listening, uh, we had some weird. Stranger was, things, things happening. Yeah, that was the first time we ever had that that kind of yeah. big of a noise. Yeah, we have new cables coming in, so this should stop pretty soon. Uh, that though, we'll probably have to tape the cables. Yeah, 
we'll, uh, we'll, we'll figure right. it I'll out. I'll probably cut all this out, by the way. So. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, so Lion King, going to be good. We know it's going to be good because people have said it's going to be good. Um, this one, I don't even know how to... I can't even comprehend what I'm going to read right now. We've talked about Space Jam 2 already. And the fact that we don't even know how to feel about it. But now let's add in the fact that Don Cheadle was just cast to be in Space Jam 2. I What did I tell you? <laughs> what did I tell you? I, I, don't, I don't know, man. What is happening to this movie? Don Cheadle is not a sports star, so... This just no. confuses me. I don't know where they're going. Whatever direction you think they're going, gone out the window now because I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, I knew they were only going to be like, LeBron James is all we need. Yep. Just like Michael Jackson. No, I'm just kidding. Michael Jordan. Next thing you know, they're going to cast Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's not basketball. We're swimming now. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Okay. Um, rumor has it because we did say that SDCC is coming up. San Diego Comic Con yeah. is coming up in a few days from recording this. Rumor has it that the first Black Widow trailer is going to drop at San Diego Comic Con. You know, the world can always use more ScarJo, so I'm not complaining in the slightest. You literally said that, and my inner, just inner Frankie voice was like, huh, "That's cool." <laughs> hey, yeah, Black Widow. All right. Like, I, I mean, I'm not trying to shit on her, Scarlett Johansson, or all the big uh, Black Widow fans. I'm just... You know what Frank We're thinking. so far, like, past done with her now. It's just kind of like... What? Why? Is it just because she's dead that she can't be a part now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yes. Kind of kind of my living argument. It's- I mean, she's literally trapped in a stone, my dude. With so we think, you know, it, like I still like the uh, the did you see the other meme with um, Deadpool and Spider Man going to get the the soul gem? Yep. The Deadpool at the top, and they were like, "You must sacrifice what you love." And so he just jumps off the cliff, and he's like, "Did we get it?" <laughs> just like, "Yeah, we got it." Am I a joke to you? <laughs> Am I a joke to you? <laughs> um, all right. So, in what could I could only wish was a joke. The next sentence out of my mind is going to be the most confusing thing I've said all year. Was this one of your well-placed argument ones? No. Let's let's start every good set, uh, story with this sentence. Kanye West okay, is right. building low-income shelter. Oh, okay, okay. Themed after Star Wars Tatooine domes. Okay. <laughs> this is just... <laughs> all right, all right. What happened... To the what the self-proclaimed god of rap to be like Star Wars, Holmes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm not, dude. You know he probably more power a, to him for it being low-income housing. But you know what's great is he probably was sitting there with Jay Z and been like, igloos, motherfucker, <laughs> bro. Doesn't that like statue look like Yoda over there? <laughs> Nah, man, that's a picture of a panther. <laughs> Wait, it's not even a statue? Nah, man. Well, I was thinking anyways, we should have homeless people live in Tatooine huts. You know, like mud huts, but not. Also, I'm the god of rap. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He always has to say. I don't know why I made Kanye West voice like a high high school kid. I feel like you're a little high right now. So <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, <laughs> bitch, I might be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Again, more power to him for wanting to help out, but. I don't think anyone's going to want to live in a, in a I, dome. I, th- he, I think he's trying to. Well, if I guess if you're on the street, yeah, never mind. Uh, well, but it's not for people in the street. It's for low income. It's low income people. People that are on welfare or have jobs. Do um, they come with like Yeezys? He, and- next thing you know, he wants to have uh, a giant palace, like a hut. And in order to have that, he needs to surround himself with the poor. Is that going to be make him Java the West? No, he's going to be Kanye the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Kanye the Hut is coming. He's going to have a dice, and people are going to like feed him like like fried frog legs. I can only imagine. It what makes it a, a, even better is like you already didn't even understand what came out of his mouth. Now it all just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> totally get it now. All right, so. In very offshoot Stranger Things news, Millie Bobby Brown, if you guys didn't know, is she plays Eleven in Stranger Things. She might have just been cast in Eternals. And, I mean, Eternals is a Marvel movie. I was already going to go see it. But now I'm going to more go see it. They're like, that girl can do really crazy good uh, psychic faces. Let's get her. If they don't at least one point in the fucking movie say, let's crank it up to 11, I'm going to be very mad. But no, I'm excited. Millie Bobby Brown is an amazing actress and having her in Eternals just means... You know what would be great? Purely if they took her and were like, even like from her role in Godzilla, let's just sit like make this Eternals role. She's super energetic, like peppy, like upbeat. I, I'd love to see that. I would love to see like a flitch of a switch of uh, play. What kind of character yeah, she normally I, I plays. Don't, I knew, and again, I, I knew she was not. I don't think I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she's not American. I'm almost positive she's British because yeah. she has a British accent. And by no means that oh, her being like finding out that she only really is good in like doing that one kind of, doesn't make her any less of a good actor. It's just. Some actors are good at doing multiple different roles. Some are good at doing one niche of a role. I don't know if this is a sign of a good actor or actress or it's just something that I like. But she has a very strong British accent. Very strong. Very noticeable. And in Stranger Things... Billy? Completely different accent. And to be able to lose or change your accent like that is absolutely stunning to almost me. all of them can i know and it's, it blows my mind every time yeah, I, I was gonna it. say tom holland doesn't yeah they fuck man even andrew garfield yeah. did it so the thing is they grew up watching american tv shows yeah. and so they say that as part of their training they all learn how to drop their accent that's so crazy yeah just be like all right now talk dumber <laughs> i i definitely think that millie bobby brown shows off being a better actress in season three mm-hmm. it was amazing like really good i like uh i don't think season one season two you're like oh act like you're mentally damaged well and that to you don't be talk fair season three they were like you have speaking lines now exactly like exactly she had a few lines in season one and two she had i think she had more combined lines in season three than she did in season two total i agree Yep. She had so many more speaking lines. And 
the whole making out with uh, Mike thing was just every time. Every time they were together, they would always just make out. It was so funny. It, it, funnier to me, I don't know if, if anybody else has seen it, but I watched the behind the scenes stuff of Stranger mm-hmm. Things. I'm a big fan of Stranger Things. Sure. So I watched the behind the scenes stuff of it, and they were saying that the first time they had to do that on screen kiss, they were so nervous because, you know, they're 14. Oh, in 15, the prom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they were, were so so nervous. So nervous. Yep. But like they go the next season, and the first thing you're seeing is them like locking tongues, yep. and you're like, "Oh shit! All right, keep the door open three inches." Um, <laughs> you haven't even seen this season yet. No, like, you I, don't get it. <laughs> I do already. Like at least in my 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 head, I have a, like a slim understanding, yeah. and I think I know. Where it's so uh, it's this isn't gonna spoil anything, but the whole like that whole. Because you, well, you get it, you know it's Hopper saying keep the door open three inches, and every time he gets up to try and go catch him, L uses her powers to like close the door, and then when he opens it, they're just sitting in the bed like, what? Are, I don't know why you're upset, you know, like why would, you? like they weren't just making out and he didn't see it, like he, like, and then they're like, well, you must be seeing things. He's like, I'm gonna get you guys, like I'm gonna catch you one of these times. It's great. Um, as much as I hate Batman. This next one is exciting for me because there is one Batman that I do like, and that is Batman Beyond. The not Batman. The not Batman. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, as far away from Batman as you can get. <laughs> basically. <laughs> they basically uh, took, they were like, oh, let's give Batman a suit. But the suit does great stuff. <laughs> He's Iron Batman. <laughs> um, Batman Beyond is might be released this October on Blu-ray. So the entire series might be coming on Blu-ray. You, you mean the old the old yeah. Terry McGinnis? Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to tell me some news that we actually got a live action and like, I don't know. There's a lot of people that want that one. I, I would be happy to see a, a Batman Beyond live action movie. Who would you cast as Terry McGinnis? I don't know. I know <laughs> who I'd cast as Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Clint Eastwood? <laughs> no, I just uh, George Clooney. You just make that Bruce Wayne, old Bruce Wayne. Oh, I just wanted somebody, that, an old pissed off man, and it'd just be like, what better than an old wrong. pissed off man than the old pissed off Batman? Someone who'd already played Batman before. <laughs> Bruce uh, Wayne. <laughs> um, damn, I'm trying to think now. Um. I, what if one of the Stranger Things kids did uh, Terry McGinnis? Do you think any of them could pull it off? I really don't know. I don't know <laughs> who you're even talking about. Terry McGinnis <laughs> is Batman and Batman Beyond because Batman Beyond is the future Batman. Sure. Bruce Wayne is He's no like, longer Batman. Oh, Terry McGinnis is the character? Yeah. So I'm the exact opposite of you. The Batman I dislike the most <laughs> is Batman, Batman Beyond. <laughs> I hate the character. I hate the concept. You know the other character I hate equally? Spider-Man... Whatever garbage. Oh, oh 20, uh, 2099. I hate it. I love 2099. I hate it. <laughs> you love Miguel. It's a, a whole, it's, it's whole universes that are not relevant to us. They have nothing to do with our world or what we live in. They're always weird. And like, it's like the writers do very, really poor job of describing the future. I just, I just think it's all about the character and I hate that. I well, want the world. So we we are we've all seen Spider Verse. What did you think of uh, Penny Piper or Penny Penny? What's her name? Penny the Penny Parker. Good lord, Penny Parker. Penny Piper's a porn star. I don't know why that just came out. <laughs> 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 Sorry, 
<laughs> it's a really interesting spider verse. Think about her. I mean, I don't know anything about her beyond what she was in the movie. But did you like her? I, I thought she was. Fine. I, I can. I the only reason I'm asking is because I combined those two because she was also from the future. A future the same future. No a different future version. See, that's no, like, she wasn't that much in the future. Not that much. Not 2099, like, but she but, was like, she, and she was from Tokyo. But, and, but she's like from Mega Tokyo. Doesn't it feel like she's from Mega Tokyo? San Francisco, like anime <laughs> Tokyo. Well, yeah, that that I mean, her creator is Gerald Way, the lead singer, or was the lead singer of a uh, My Chemical Romance, and creator of one of the greatest Netflix shows oh of all time. <laughs> <laughs> We've uh, gone a very long time without talking about Umbrella Academy, so true. I feel like it was. Damn it! You just ruined it. I'm going to start the counter over. <laughs> Zero days without incident. <laughs> um. But no, like I, I just think that his whole his idea was kind of bringing like that anime feel to, like or a different feel, like that big uh, um, city, like and mm-hmm. using a different big city, which I feel like Tokyo actually. So, is how a, many of these comics are out there with Penny Parker? Off the top of my head, I can tell you. Okay, but yeah. like a lot, like, like yeah, like he, I, I believe he has like at least, um, three three different stories. With her, like not three different books, but three like seasons. Okay, uh, it sounds cool. Um, I I don't know if I like it or no, not not like it, but I just never liked um, the Batman Beyond's character. I, I yeah. just found it boring. So like you keep talking about the character, and I do not know anything about it other than the couple episodes I watched. I was like, eh, I don't want this. So uh, few viewers will have encountered have ever encountered Penny before. Spider-Verse. In fact, even comic book readers can be forgiven for not knowing who she really is. Penny has only appeared in Marvel's Spider-Verse, Spider-Geddon comic book events, but so far has only ever started two issues herself. What? I, maybe I'm thinking of a different spider. Um, I would... I, would, I think I'd be... Anyways, the only, only reason I bring it up is because uh, Penny Parker is definitely from a future-type, big, very different universe from ours. So I was just trying to see if if you liked one but not the other. That's all. Because, you know, 2099 yep. is also just a Sure. Um, anyways, uh, last couple main general news topics. Uh, crypto uh, apparently have officially joined Titans in the Titans show. Well, can, officially confirmed. Can you guys explain to me who Crypto is? Crypto is Superdog. Superdog. <laughs> You don't know about Superdog? No, I know about Superdog, okay. but I'm just like... So sometimes Crypto is a Kryptonian dog, I think. And most of the time, he's some sort of experiment that has Kryptonian powers, and I don't know why or how. Um, does Crypto, is it usually like Superboy's dog, or is it Superman's dog? Like, I think now... Or is it his own? Does I, he... Superboy in Legion of Superheroes in the future... He he he's most associated with Superboy. Yeah, okay. for the most part, like I know that. Well, I guess if that would make anything, sense. He might have like gotten the dog or like known about the dog through Superman, but mostly, I, I most issues I've ever seen have had Superboy either right next to him. So what what confused me, or what distracted me, was that at the end of season one, this is a small spoiler, but basically you see who you can assume is. Um, What's what's the Teen Titan version of Superboy? I don't think it's Superboy. I think is he's, he's got a different name. I thought oh, it was Superboy. You're talking in uh, the I, Young Justice uh, yeah. Outsiders. Uh, 
He's still super boy. It's just they don't call him. They just call him Connor? Yeah, they just call him Connor. Okay. Well, he escapes from a facility, a lab facility. And then you see this dog whose eyes glow red. And I would have, like, if I had watched that show, I would have thrown my damn remote at the TV. And then the episode ends. Because I would have known immediately, like, that's fucking Super Dog! Yeah, no, no, no. I knew, but I thought what was important was that Superboy had just busted out of this facility. I could care less about crypto. <laughs> Who cares? Like, it's a dog. Yeah. So- now, sometimes he's he's kind of more intelligent and, and you know... Not a dog? Not a dog. <laughs> So it is in our so are we left to believe like this is the usual story of Superboy being a made clone uh, that was trying to become like tr- he, they were trying to clone he escapes Superman? from a Camdis. I, I mean spoilers, but he escapes from a Camdis Labs facility. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're still yeah. So, so that's what I said like even the dog is probably yeah. a Kryptonian artificially created. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, which I I mean I'm not too mad about because I mean that's just making it easier to put the like two creatures or like two. Are two characters and easily just put them out all at once. Yeah, this is uh they they did some posters this week for um, DC Universe, and Crypto was prominently displayed on the Titans um, post season two poster. So that's that's why we assume Crypto is part of it. Speaking of, we wanted to have a little correction on the DC Universe. Yeah, um, DC Universe is technically not ending yet. Yeah. It hasn't been confirmed that it's ending. It's on the chopping block. But it's definitely on the chopping block. But it's not been chopped. Because uh, when they when they ended uh, Swamp Thing, when they just canceled it immediately, um, they came out and talked about why they canceled it and that they're reevaluating their streaming service. And anybody who knows any kind of jargon or who can just look past the words themselves, that means they're probably just going to cancel it. Yeah. Because... It, trying to fight with Netflix and, and now Disney plus when it comes out, it's just not going to win. Honestly, I feel like they should have done something kind of like verve related where they should have just teamed up with either Hulu yeah. or somebody and just been like, Hey, like, you know, let's just slap the shit on in your service and we'll take a cut. Honestly. Okay. Good to go. Um, the last little bit of news before we get to our specific corners was just some food for thought, quite literally something I wanted to argue about. Okay. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> I firmly believe, after seeing a few people say it, that in popcorn buckets at movie theaters, we shouldn't have popcorn. We should have French fries. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I can tell you what's wrong with this. Just like I heard. Okay, Frankie, go ahead. (laughs) I wanted to bring this up because if if you guys don't know me personally, uh, when I was younger, um, sixteen to the eighteen age range, I worked at a movie theater. And after my two years of working there, I, I grew to dislike popcorn immensely. I hate popcorn now because of it. I just can't stand it that, anymore. So That's fine. But, you know, while you might be a thin, svelte person, <laughs> um, most people, a small popcorn at Regal Movie Theater is roughly 106 calories. That's for the small, which is actually pretty big. Yeah. A large French fry at McDonald's, which is still smaller than a small popcorn, is 570 calories. Yeah, and you want to... Fuck yeah, I want a bucket of French fries. Give oh, me that shit. Heck yeah, but <laughs> most people don't have the, the high metabolism you do. And I don't so even have a high metabolism. That shit's going to go straight to my thighs. Like Anybody who actually knows James or has seen a picture of James knows that he cannot be given a small popcorn bin filled with french fries that will not be 
pleasant for his health. <laughs> yeah. Really I, I mean, as much as I like, I love popcorn. I love popcorn so much. And when I'm at other people's house and I find out they have popcorn, I tell them <laughs> can, to make the popcorn. Make the, can I make that popcorn? Right <laughs> um, I, if they had a fryer and they had fries as an option, I would probably get fries. I would. I mean, heck, it sounds delicious. But um, is this why you get if it's baked? If it's baked, I won't. I won't yeah. touch any of their baked items. Baked fries are gross. Baked fries, baked chicken tenders, baked anything. I, baked. I feel like the only thing you can get away with baked that I actually like yeah. is bacon, and that's because normally when you bake bacon, it bakes in its own grease, which is technically frying itself. I actually, I, I feel like uh, it gets hard, kind of like, kind of like cardboard. I like the crunchy bacon. Uh, I like crispy bacon. I don't like crunchy bacon. I like crispy and crunchy bacon. <laughs> it's not crispy though, out of oven. That's my that's my problem. I like bacon. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I. But I, like I said, if I could get fried fries, and not baked potatoes in the shape of fries. <laughs> Then uh, I'm on board. I would I would get some fries, um, maybe with a hot dog. You know, it sounds good. I'm talking about full on. But they do sell burgers. I'm, I'm talking dogs. about full on gutting gutting microwave. the popcorn completely. Microwave? Yeah. Just get rid of popcorn completely and make them fries. Uh, it, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I just don't even understand. Like, like you must have actually never liked popcorn. No, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, it's lies. It's lies. I, I, it's lies. I, it's because I ate popcorn every single day. Doesn't matter. And then how do you hate it? Because you you you, you have to remember that being able to eat so much popcorn with really no effect on your body because the calorie. I mean, sodium, yes, but yeah, but calorie wise, you can eat a lot of popcorn, yeah. and it's enjoyable being able to eat so much food. While during a two-hour movie, and you can't do that with fries. The fries are going to be cold. You're going to hands are going to be greasy, more greasy than butter. I don't know. Let's ignore the greasy because I yeah, like just the butter. fries at the bottom of the bucket are going to be super soggy. I, well, no, if you do the the Burger King thing where they add in the the air vents in the bottom, you'll be fine. Yeah, but um, I I want ketchup with most of my fries. <laughs> it has fair. to be the most perfect of fries for me to not want ketchup. Yeah. No, I so the reason I grew to dislike popcorn was yes, I ate it all the time, every single day. And when I was eating it, I started eating it while I was cleaning theaters. And you start associating, you know, puke and stale soda with that smell. And now that smell triggers like that scent memory to where I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't do that's, it. That's like, like, that's how I feel when I smell onion rings. But I still understand that people like onion rings. You have, if you ever liked popcorn in your entire life, you have to admit that most people would rather have popcorn at a movie than French fries. I mean, maybe. I mean, the the second, the only second thing, maybe, maybe could take popcorn's place would be peanuts. Maybe. But. Way too loud. What? You're talking about like in the shell? Yeah. Way too loud. <laughs> in a, with the, <laughs> you Can know, you Ger- shut up with the fucking peanuts? Germans think we're nuts. <laughs> Was that Germans con? are like, wait, why do you allow people to eat crunchy stuff in a movie? 
I did not pay for a movie to allow anybody else in yeah. here listening to cr- eating crunchy things. French fries is the solution. <laughs> French fries is that solution. They may already do that. They do. They do. They don't do things that will make noise. Yeah. Um, I would also like to uh, beg to differ on the peanuts part and say pretzels, but not crunchy pretzels, the soft baked pretzels. They already have those, though. I know. Yeah, I, was like, I, well, I was just saying, if you're going to, if he said he's going to, if something that would take popcorn spot, I think pretzels would be the next on the list. I, I don't think that most people like, um, like, I, I look and I just, like, I, I like about three bites of pretzel and I'm like, okay, now can I switch to anything else in the world? <laughs> It just doesn't have staying power. It's dry. It, it like it's so boring in your in your jaw. Like arr, arr, arr. like it's just it's not. It's not. Rich is on point today. His earlier description of somebody was just not a very what was it? <laughs> not very interesting. And not a very interesting face. And I was like, that's just a very nice way of saying someone's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> But, All right, so let us know what you guys, if yeah. you guys would eat a bucket of fries or a bucket of popcorn in a movie theater. I'm really curious if you guys um, have opinions in general on this. Uh, up next, we're going to our respective fighting corners. Comic book corner. Comic book corners first. What do we got in the comic book corner? All right, so uh, this is spoilers. So if you want to jump a, a minute ahead, this is spoilers for Wolverine and Captain America Weapon Plus number one. So skip a, a minute ahead. Otherwise, boom, here we are. It, it has been uh, announced that Deadpool is Weapon 9. Interesting. Also, Wolverine is not Weapon X. He's Wolverine. Weapon 10. <laughs> but it's the same thing. Yeah, but <laughs> but what are you going to call Deadpool? You're going to call him Weapon IX? Yeah, but are you going to call him Wolverine Weapon Roman Numeral 10? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just think about that, though. Uh, at any rate, so he, Deadpool is Weapon 9. He's the super soldier that made Wolverine possible. So there was Weapons 1 through 8, and then Weapon 9 we know is now Deadpool. Uh, weapon X is Wolverine. Um. This doesn't work for the movie version because Weapon X was created in the 1940s. Supposedly, Rob was uh, Rob confirmed that Deadpool was always supposed to be Weapon Nine. Huh. That he asked, "Hey, if Wolverine is Weapon Ten, does that mean there were nine previous versions of the Weapon program?" And Marvel was like, "Yeah," and they were like, and he was like. Is there any plans to ever do anything with weapons one through nine? And they're like, nope. And cool. he was like, cool. Deadpool's weapon nine then. <laughs> and it was just like a secret thing for the past thirty years or whatever. And uh, there you go. So that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I would also like to point out V for Vendetta should actually be five for Vendetta. <laughs> 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 if we're gonna talk about Weapon X like that, I mean, in the movie, if you watch if you watch V for Vendetta, his he was in door number five, or he yeah. was subject number five, but they called him V because Roman numerals. All right, uh, next bit of news in comic book corner is Tales from the Dark Multiverse. So this October is going to be the beginning of this new series. I assume this would be DC Black, but if there's no Batman penis, then maybe <laughs> um, no Batman penis. The uh, they're going to start Green with uh, Death of Superman and Batman Nightfall, 
which is basically storylines you've already been able to read. Death of Superman is super old. Batman Nightfall is not that old, um, but they're iconic. Like people love these storylines and now they're going to be retold in a very dark, gritty way, which I think is cool. I, I think there's a lot of, um, I mean, to a certain extent, I don't like the murderverse because I feel like the D, the the DC main world is or should be not that dark. I don't want my Marvel that dark. I don't want my DC that dark. But when you tell me this is a like a one off kind of thing, it's that's fun. Like yeah. to me, I enjoy that, especially in October. Um, they're also doing Infi- uh, Infinite Crisis, which eh, I don't care. Um, but Blackest Night was amazing. That was a great storyline. And to see that super gritty, um, I want to see um, Forever Evil. Oh, yeah. Forever Evil was already dark, though. So, yeah. I mean, I don't even know where they're going to go with that. Yeah. So, basically, if you guys are confused as to what's going on, Tales of the Dark Multiverse is basically your favorite storylines where people die with fatalities. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Cheat codes. Fatalities. Um, looks interesting. Yeah, it looks cool. Meeple Mania, our next little corner oh, I of cannot. the I'm the so podcast. excited about this next one. I am so, so excited. Uh, guys, there's a board game called Villainous. Each of you play a villain from the DC movies. And you're all trying to do villainous things. And uh, catchphrase, and you compete with each other, and and then see who can be the best villain. It's a very interesting game because it's like you are all playing your own game. Yeah, with your together. own rules. Yeah, your rules are different than everybody yes. else's. It's weird, um, but you're all like basically racing to get to the end of the movie. It's like a giant rut race. Um, well, but, uh, uh, end of the I guess you could say end of the uh, um, alternate ending of the movie yeah. because these are where the villains would win. Tales from the Dark Multiverse in <laughs> Disney. Um, so they are announcing their second expansion. So they've already now, the first one came out a few months ago. Second one is coming out, and they just showed silhouettes. So they 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 know this is a kind of a big thing for fans yeah. of Villainous. And uh, we I think we've deciphered it. I'm yeah, positive. Yeah. Uh, the first one looks like Scar. The second one looks like Izima. Izma. And the third one looks like Professor Radigan. If you don't know who Professor Radigan is from The Great Mouse Detective. Interesting they're putting somebody from there. It's, oh, that's an old, old quote-unquote villain. Yeah. Great Mouse Detective is really old. If we can get someone from there, then the next villain, I want someone from Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. see, what makes me excited, though, is they put enough into this expansion now where you know I will I'll be like, oh, dibs on Scar. You know, yeah, and yeah. someone like that's fine because dibs on Yzma because that's another character that's, you know, well liked. So there's I don't think in this ex- this expansion, there's going to be ones where people are like, nah, you, I want to fight over that one. Like, oh, there's another one I can play as. Honestly, I think with if you have all the, the original game uh, and both expansions, you really won't be fighting for characters because there's, there's so plenty. there's going to be plenty that everyone kind of likes. All in all, there's, I believe, six in the main game three in each expansion. So that leaves you with 12 characters. And like we said, each one plays drastically, drastically different. different. I wonder when we get to play Pete. (laughs) 
Well, Peep might have a Kingdom Hearts thing going on with it, so be careful there. Yeah, it could be cool. All right. Uh, next in board game news is Gloomhaven Digital has released its trailer, and I think the community was really off. I mean, most people thought that because the, the original screenshots made it look much more action-y, and now it turns out it's literally a three-dimensional digital version of the board game that's not it doesn't look like a board game it looks like an actual like third person perspective yep simulation of the world but the gameplay is turn-based board game style it is 100% the exact same game as the board game yeah it looks like yeah. it looks like it the cards you still do the mechanics of the cards you still have to burn cards out you yeah, know you have roguelike rest. mode if yep. you want Yep. So yeah, it in this trailer, if you guys like Gloomhaven, go look at it because it's pretty freaking nuts. Yeah, we have a link in the show notes, yeah. so you can just hop over there. I actually did something good this time. And yeah, put a link in the show. Yeah, notes. it looks awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, as as you're listening to this podcast on July sixteenth, two thousand nineteen, the Conan Savage Legends Kickstarter has launched. So I haven't seen it except for the people who've been talking about it for the past month or so. Uh, because we're recording before the before the Kickstarter. I would, I would like to uh, add a small little edit to that sentence. If you're listening to this, the Conan Savage Legends Kickstarter hopefully has launched. That's true. <laughs> That's true. They've they've declared it will announce or launch, but we don't actually know if it will succeed. If you guys haven't used Kickstarter before to make a project, it usually takes about a seven to ten day approval. So if they're thinking they're just going to flip the switch and it's going to go on, and they haven't done this before. Yeah. There, yeah, yeah. You should submit for approval before you try to launch it. Yeah. So you don't know. Um, this is a, an arena style game. It's got 3D plastic sculpts. So if you like to paint miniatures or you just like to collect all the beautiful miniatures, they have them. Um, it's not really my thing. I don't really like arena play where you just kind of uh, you know wander around. Uh, this is this is going to be one of those games that's based off of um, what do you call them? MOBAs. MOBAs. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a MOBA style game. Uh, I have only one MOBA style board game, and like we a, never play it. This is like a MOBGA. It's a multiplayer <laughs> online board game arena. Yeah. Well, it's a mobile offline. Offline. Mobile <laughs> offline. It's not really that mobile, so. Yeah. All right. Um, so there is a Burning Cat convention next may this is from the creators of exploding kittens fucking love that game and they they are trying to make a board game that fixes what is missing from other i mean uh, sorry a, a convention that is missing other what or, uh, that is not missing what other board game conventions is missing so they really want you to spend the, the majority of your time experiencing new games that's what they're trying to focus but they're doing wacky things this thing is they're trying to make it big they're trying to make it successful like um child's play like you know the what is the video game oh penny 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 arcade the expo yeah penny arcade expo is yeah the, is the expo yeah so they're trying to make it big there's going to be like a giant arena where you play board games that are bigger than you so you're one of the meeples <laughs> in the board game and you get smashed by dice and stuff like that um, and there's a giant, giant, or there's supposed to be, we'll see, I guess we'll see if it gets approved, but there's a giant, <laughs> giant cat statue that's going to be set on fire the last day. 
and weird things are going to happen. This is going to be a very weird convention. It's got the creators of the oatmeal that's going to speak there. This oh, is God, be, the oatmeal. Is, I love the oatmeal. This artwork. is going to be I a bizarre, it. bizarre gaming. Convention. I just want to go because this stuff sounds just like cool experience. That's what they want. They want it to be a cool experience. If you've gone to a board game convention, which maybe neither of you have, board game conventions tend to be kind of sad. Yep. And and I go and actually I kind of get a little distraught because I'm like, okay, there is endless tables of people playing board games and there's not really many panels to see and there's not really any vendor hall. Yeah. And you're just you like look around and you're like, well, I would like to play that board game. Oh, but they're in the middle of a game, which could be two hours. And then you go to the next table, the next table, the next table, the <clears> next table. And finally, I'm just like, That's, you know what? I'll you're just, just play with somebody I know. Your <laughs> description of like the con is how I describe basically the board game area or card game area of any anime con. Yeah. Every time We're, you go by, it just looks depressing. Nobody's talking. Yeah. And it's just like. They might be having fun. Yeah, they could. They very well could, but it's. For an anime con, like when the first year when they had the uh, anime expo, when they had their gaming section in like the forget which hall that it was, but it was like the where they have all the photo shoots. If you were on the side where all the board games, like you would walk where the photo shoots and you'd hear like, "Ah," and the minute you got to the board games, it'd be like (laughs) dead quiet. Yeah. 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 So they want this to be fun. So question for you, Rich, yeah. if you were going to put this convention together yeah. and you were going to have some panels, yeah. who would you invite to these panels? Because I have a list right off the top of my head. Oh, I mean, I would definitely invite Sandy Peterson. Sandy Peterson would be first. Yeah. Uh, and he's so iconic throughout time. I would maybe, uh, I think uh, the DM from the uh, Geeks, Geek and Sundry. Uh, Matt Mercer. Yeah, Matt Mercer. He would, yeah. <laughs> I would also invite Steve Jackson. Because Steve Jackson makes every munchkin thing. Does he leave his house? I don't know if he does. <laughs> if, if he does leave his house, then yes, Steve Jackson. It's probably with a foil hat. <laughs> and then um, obviously oatmeal. We'd have to have oatmeal there. Yeah. Because, you know, the whole convention would be based off of what they've done. Yeah. I, I would I would try to get the the creator of Gloomhaven. Um, uh, side people nine, love that game. Side Nine Happiness. I would love to see them there because they made Joking Hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just oh, and then of course the creators of Cards Against Humanity, because they always do wacky shit. Yeah, always, always do wacky yeah. shit. These these aren't necessarily the the best games, but they're the craziest games that would be fun to get people riled up. Right? Would you watch a board or a panel at a board game convention if Fantasy Flight Games was there? I would probably spend most of my time following them around because <laughs> I I like their stuff and they have so many IPs that I love. Yeah. They're 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 also really good. They're the IP like king of like licensed IP. Yep. Yeah. All right. So here is another. So I we announced one Kickstarter. The other thing is there is a pre-order, and this was a toy, but I don't know where it belongs, so I put it here. Um, it's quote unquote Kickstarter for this one. It's not. It's not at Kickstarter. It's a crowdsourced. But it's a crowdsourced type yeah. thing. So you can help make the biggest Transformer toy ever happen this is a 27 inch unicron who can actually change in who can be transformed into a planet and the planet looks very cool this whole figure looks very very cool this is a 500 hundred dollar transformer which i don't think is out of line because i see those uh constructabots constructicon yeah uh transformed statue at every convention now 
Yeah. And, and they're I think pretty the, pricey. I think the Lego Millennium Falcon is like $200. Uh, like there's a, like a openable one and stuff. There's three different sizes of Millennium Falcon and the biggest Millennium Falcon is 1200 bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I'm completely wrong. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the, the medium one is 200 and something dollars. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there is one that you would describe, but the, the, ju- the biggest Millennium Falcon is fucking expensive. And they're limited. They only, they only like sell them every couple of years. Cause they know. Same those, thing here. This, uh, they they're asking for eight thousand backers to make it by August thirty first. So there's, follow the link. If you love old Transformers, I love the old Transformers. I'm thinking about buying it. Um, <laughs> if you buy it, can I transform it? Not first, just once. Once <laughs> only, only if you put it back. Only once. <laughs> Is there going like to be my... like some IKEA instructions on how to transform the damn thing? <laughs> that was like, going to be big. Yeah, that when was you were one a kid, your your kid, you would slap you in the face. <laughs> You do not use it instructions yeah. for transforming. You transformer. bend shit around until you get into the way it's supposed to look. And if its arm came off, all well. We'll figure out where it goes. All right. I think we're off to... Anime acute angle because we don't have corners. I, I did tell you guys that I was uh, <laughs> going to give you guys some a little bit of news about the uh, Fire Force. Yeah, let's talk about that again. So Fire Force, guys. Um, I did, I actually did get to, uh, watch a little bit into the first episode before the playback just was like, uh, yeah, don't know. Hopefully tonight I'll be able to watch, uh, I believe both one, two and three and give you oh, a shit. even more in depth, um, conversation about it. Frankie and I firmly believe, believe in the rule of three, two. If you're starting a new anime series, give it three episodes before you decide if you like it or not. Yeah. And within... Ooh, first, I, I literally watched like five minutes. Five minutes, I already was like, this like, shit's down. <laughs> like, this shit's down. really good. The animations, the um, the kind of lead up to who I believe is to be the protagonist, which I'm pretty sure is protagonist. Uh, I don't know his name because, like I said, I really didn't get that, uh, get much info. Um, it's really, really interesting to see a whole kind of different genre storytelling from a old like a um artist that did a different series because the same guy who's doing this series was the artist for soul eater yep which really excited me it excited the shit out of james james loves soul Eater. Eater. i am one of only people who like the ending soul eater (laughs) Which it gives gives me hope because I really loved the anime um, that they they did. I, I thought it like the animations, and I thought it was a really well colored done anime until we got to the end. I don't know much about the anime yet because again, I haven't seen it either. But I did see a lot of news and screenshots coming through, and I would like to point out if buff chicks are your thing, there is a character in Fire Force that is probably the buffest buff chick i've ever seen in anime ever it looks like her abs could crack fucking corn okay <laughs> she's fucking buff yeah i like i also there it doesn't really have fan service like from what it looks so like yeah so far it doesn't look like they really want to do fan service because both women and males in the series are in their uniforms are like fully like safety geared up. You're, I mean, I guess in this, you know, if you're doing a somewhat realistic version of this, you, you, yeah. it's, you're fighting fire. So you want a fire suit on. Yeah. 
Um, the next little piece of news that I wanted to add in that I don't have on the show notes for them. Oh, shit. Uh, the, if the you are a One Piece fan, nope. only in the Japanese uh, part, we or not the English translation, we have hit a new arc. And man, have we been waiting for this arc as One Piece fans for a long time. We're in the land of Wano. And it's like just the first couple of episodes I've watched of this new arc. Really great. Um, I I was kind of excited back when we were just on Doflamingo's kind of storyline and getting all into that and them talking about it in little pieces of samurais and this and that. Now that we're here, everything looks great. The little, I love it how the, if you want to be spoiled on where that you think the arc will go, watch the opening uh, theme song because (laughs) it literally shows you. They always do that too. I I don't know why they do that. I guess it's to get you hype, and it's specifically with Shonen. Shonen loves to just, like, let us literally show you what's going to happen this whole arc. And you're like, ah, because you're like, I want it now. But at the same time, why did you do that? A good Shonen, not saying One Piece isn't good, um, but a good Shonen will have that opener where they show you basically everything's going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen until the very last episode. And you're like, shit, they showed me all this stuff in in the intro, and I just didn't put it together. Yeah, and then I also love it when they show you stuff, and that stuff never, never happens, <laughs> never happens in this series. And you're like, "But that looked cool as fuck." I would like to point out if you want to see this arc that Frankie's talking about, you only have about a thousand episodes to watch before you can get there. Yeah, it's starting. purely. I figured I'll start talking about the anime that I've been watching that uh, start a new arc, okay. and so happens to be that. One Piece, we're on a new arc. I, I can bash and make fun of One Piece all all day, but man, One Piece has fucking made so many episodes. Yeah, and you know what? Um, it's it's great because we're it's still going strong. It's a series that's still going to go strong. It's fan base. It's kind of got a unique fan base. It, the people who enjoy it really just kind of stick to it. You don't get a well, lot of after new... a thousand episodes, you might, might as well just keep watching it. Shit. <laughs> yeah right at this point uh i'm too deep in to not want to watch yeah plus you you do grow i will say the later the more i got into it the more i loved it got to love certain characters um just a couple pieces of news left i think we're done for the night yeah. um zach snyder you should know that name a very famous director type person he's a director um is creating a Norse mythology anime for Netflix. So literally nothing wrong with that sentence. Everything in that sentence was magic. It, Zack Snyder's a wonderful director. It's a Netflix He's a horrible anime. director. At, I he, disagree. He, he is good at making epic combat scenes. Okay. Okay. Which should be good for an anime. in the context of a Norse mythology that i can say so theory we've we've kind of talked about this on the podcast and this kind of brings more light to that 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 theory the zombie uh, era is dead viking slash norse is it's becoming the new feb i don't know if it's 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 already almost near its end yeah it is near its end but i don't know if this would be a viking thing or 
a mythological thing because I'm seeing a lot more mythological things pop up again. Again, yeah. Like more just based in history, mythological things. Right. Fallen gods, uh, Thor, Ragnarok. I think there is American uh, gods. Um, I'm sorry. I was I said fallen gods. Yeah. I meant American <laughs> yeah. gods. Uh, yeah. There is there is an, a renewed interest in Norse stuff, not Viking stuff, but Norse Norse stuff. Yeah. I we could say it's probably Thor's fault, but I don't know. Maybe just because the Norse are awesome. So yeah. Um, I I mean, have we seen Zack Snyder direct artists though? Instead no, we haven't. So this will be a new a, a new foray into something yeah, different for him. Yeah. So we can only hope that it's going to be good. I do think that he, like I said, I I think that he should have never been in charge of Batman versus Superman because I don't think it makes sense. It just it's just weird. He did three hundred, yeah, and it was awesome. Yep. Yeah. It was great. Loved it. Okay, great. But do you blame the director or do you blame the writer for Batman vs. Superman? I blame the director because he um, he was in charge. Okay, that's fair. Right? They're weak directors are told, hey, you know how to make a movie and we have writers. But in this case, he was in charge. He was in charge of actually the whole franchise even beyond yeah. you know, that. So, yeah. I don't know. After 300, it's it's hard. I mean, yeah, he, Batman versus Superman was terrible, and it's one of the biggest mocking points for uh, DC, the DC universe, or DC cinematic universe of all time. But 300 was so good, <laughs> so it's hard. Um, Loop on the third has finally got its trailer because they're making a movie for it, and some people don't want it, some people do. But after seeing this trailer. Super interested in it now. So the entire thing is CG, as in CGI, not like hand-drawn animation. But it's not like plasticky looking like Toy Story. It's actual, like it looks like human forms with the shadows and everything that work. Nothing's shiny like a Toy Story. Nothing to, seems... To me, it looks like The Incredibles. Yeah. I think it looks like a higher quality than Incredibles. Oh, yeah, newer, right? The, the Incredibles was made... 12 years ago? Well, yeah. Well, the new there was a new one. But the second one had the same models yeah. as the first one because it had to, right? It's CG. It, yeah, there you go. If they made it 50 years from now, it's like it would imagine be the same. like if you if the best way to describe it is like imagine the incredible like forms but of a more human nature. Yeah. Yeah. It was very very much more down to scale and like the human side Yeah. Not, I mean, but but not realistic, right? Their yeah. eyes are still cartoony yep. eyes. It's still looks so it's like still anime. Yep, yep. I can't. Yeah, I just Lupin. It's just a great anime. It's just always. I've always enjoyed the the movies or the little bit of series. And anybody that says like, oh, like I guess it's hard because I've heard that there's a couple of wrong ones you can watch or that don't depict it very well. And off the top of my head, I am blanking which one it is it's a, one of the movies is, is it a castle calgastro i think so i don't remember i just know that one off the top of my head but no wait is that i think that's the good one i thought i really yeah, like that one. i think that's the good one I don't know. there's one that's just like a, everybody's like no it's bad but i mean anything that has loop on the third honestly makes me happy because it's a classic it's like it's an old old classic when i was young like that's what came like that was one of the movies that would come on with Adult Swim. Oh, yeah. I remember the Adult Swim days. Yeah, that was yeah. like where 
Forget going to the internet to find your anime. It was like whatever Adult this, Swim was showing. If you've never seen Loop on the Third, the best way I can describe it is imagine an anime form of a very small D&D party. Because you had your thief, you had your sword wielder, and you had your gun user. Yeah, imagine like, think of like gang heists mixed in with D&D. Yeah. That, that's a pretty good description of what you kind of get it, with it. It looks amazing. It I mean, does. I think this could be a mainstream American Definitely. show. Like it, it oh, it's good. by all means. It if, probably won't, but it could. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think it will, but if Lupin could get the love like yeah. that he deserves, I, I do think like he could re spark up and become a new like a new thing people would enjoy. Most importantly though, is the iconic and most memorable part of Lupin the Third being the theme song. It's back in the movie. Yep. So yeah, the loop on the, the third theme song is is in the movie too. So I, I really don't see how this could go wrong because the trailer just looks so good. Yeah. So unless they just um, Full Metal Alchemist, the movie, like the live action version of that. If you guys haven't seen that one on Netflix, the movie's good until the last five minutes and then it just completely derails. Um, yeah, I don't see how it could go wrong. Um, <clears throat> the OG... Um, harem anime <laughs> is finally getting a fifth season after this long. Wait, oh, you're gonna say Tenchu Muyo? Tenchu is- Muyo Ryooki, the anime, is getting a fifth season. Uh, I think Tenchu Muyo is one of the OG harem. I animes. think it's one of the OGs. I don't think it's number one for me. Hands down, love Hina. No, but okay. no harem. Yeah, harem. But uh, what I'm saying is, Tenshi Muyo came out way before Love Hina did. Did it? Oh yeah. I mean, it did. You're talking about like 1992, the first Tenshi Muyo. Yeah, like the first first one. Yeah. But I was like, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure Love Hina is still pretty old too. But I don't like. It is pretty old, but I don't think it's as old as Tenshi Muyo. No, it's not as old, but it's like. I want to say it's close in the air. Like they both, because it's similar art style ish to me, or like, you know, that anime, like that old style. <laughs> the, the old style. There's a style to the old anime. Sure. It's the ones that I don't like. 1990. What do you by mean? 1999? 1998. 98. So, so, so a six year difference? Six year later, yeah. So definitely in the same yeah. generation. I just don't like that art style. I mean, other than Tenshi Muyo and a couple others, I just that art style drives me nuts. Hmm. I don't like it. Maybe that's why I don't like old school anime because I don't like that art style. That could be a good reason why. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I view like a lot of more modern anime. I'm like, wow, it looks like it looks like a children's cartoon. Yeah. Like I feel like the, there's less detail, and I don't like it. I was super excited with uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Because Sailor Moon Crystal had new animation to an older story that I really liked. Because I didn't like the animation style of Sailor Moon, but I love the story, so I, I let the animation go. But Sailor Moon Crystal was a hope that now I'm going to get the story and I'm going to get the new animation style. But then the story... I can't even explain Sailor Moon Crystal. Sailor Moon, the original series, was like 100 episodes to get from the very first episode to them fighting Queen Barrel. And in Sailor Moon Crystal, it was 12 episodes. They fast-forwarded the shit out of that. Which, granted, I know they were taking a lot of filler out, but 
to go from 100 episodes down to 12, that's a lot of shit you're taking out. Yeah. A lot. That's why that's why I'm interested to see what they do with uh the Yu Yu Hakusho uh red edition. The Yu Yu Hakusho anime. Anime. Anime, huh? Anime. I think I think anime. Rich has a problem with the word anime. Anime, anime. So, we wanted to put this last little bit in here so we could start a fight with everybody. Everyone. Um I wanted to point out actually Richard was the one that brought it up. The correct pronunciation for anime is actually anime. Because if you're going to say manga correctly, you need to say anime correctly too. You can't say manga and then say that that's incorrect. You definitely can't correct someone who pronounces it manga and say, "Oh no, it's manga." If you if, don't it, say anime. If you don't if say anime. anime. But because of how I am, I'm still just going to call it anime anyway. And still correct people that, that pronounce yep, the, manga the, incorrectly. <laughs> but I mean, they'll correct me when I say anime wrong. So it's only fair, right? I will now. <laughs> I will now. So we're going to have anime acute angle. My, my girlfriend bugged anime. me because I uh, I started correcting her her manga. <laughs> and then um, and then she like blew my mind right before I was going to sleep. I was like eyes closed, laying in bed. And she's like, what about Nikon? And I was like, what? And she's like, you always pronounce it Nikon. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. Why? Why have you done this to me? How, how have I reached this point in my life? <laughs> how many times have I said it incorrectly? I actually Googled it. Is it Nikon? It is Nikon. <laughs> but uh, they had a vote in the 60s. And said that so many people were mispronouncing their name. And they said because they merged with a German company. And so it actually comes from uh, Icon. They said that they they will officially announce that Nikon has three different pronunciations. Jeez. Oh, and they're all legitimate. What's so, the, so there's Nikon. Nikon, Nikon, and Nikon, I think. Nikon. Very subtle. I mean. Yeah, yeah. No. Except Nikon and Nikon. I always pronounce it Nikon now, though, because once you learn the proper pronunciation and say it a couple times, you're like, yeah, it kind of it's it's more Japanese. It yeah. just it makes more sense within the context of the rest of the Japanese, just that's, like it's anime. <laughs> I don't even have to think about it. Like it's done. Like the moment that it clicked, it was like, oh no, that's how you pronounce it. I'm still calling it anime. <laughs> I think Frankie might too. I can't pronounce anything right, so it'll probably <laughs> one day it'll be you? anime, one day it'll be anime. He's a weeb. <laughs> there is an argument that because anime is a uh, is a stolen Japanese word from English for animation. Yeah. That um, even though the Japanese pronounce it anime, it's it's fine. You because, can yeah, because our version is we stole it, so fine. You can yeah change it because it's not actually but i mean it's like you you have to pronounce it isokrimo or you have to pronounce it bacon like you know uh that's ice cream and bacon like there's there's proper proper pronunciations and you're not correct if you pronounce it some other way Finero fantasy six i just i've always liked that one all right um yeah so that was our news so what do you think Com uh, argue comment yeah. make comments so we have a couple arguments tonight whether or not it's anime or anime or and whether or not french fries should go in popcorn buckets <laughs> let's let's know what you guys think and uh we will see you guys next week bye-bye bye-bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye.